You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What is good, everybody? Welcome to another SB Nation NFL show. This is The Look Ahead. I'm Rob Stats Guerrero from Niners Nation. He is RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys. What's up, RJ? Stats, one of my very good friends. I'm just happy to be in your presence. I love you, buddy. Let's talk. I love you too, buddy. Let's have some fun. You can't say I love you, buddy, after I said I love you, buddy. Like, if you're going to do that, like, it has to be a different term of endearment so the flow can be good. I love you, buddy. I love you, pal. I love you, man. I love you, amigo. I love you, compadre. I love you, you know, bro. Something like, you know, it's got to be a balance. You should just take what you get and be happy, all right? Uh, This is going to be a quicker show. There's a lot going on today. It's it's a heavier day with, with some of the things that you're seeing on Twitter and social media and other places. Uh, hopefully we could be a little brief distraction, at least for a little while. We're going to get into Lamar Jackson, our favorite topic here at SB Nation NFL show. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about maybe some good things coming up. We're trying to give you some positive stuff here, some streaming options for you, some movie options for you. RJ has homework to do mm-hmm. uh, because uh, there are some movies that he has yet to see and given current events, he needs to see them. But we always say, if you take the time to leave a review, we will take the time to read it. Please rate, review, follow the SB Nation NFL show. RJ, you have pulled one up. What do you got? I have. Uh, so this review came to us uh, a week ago. We could go today. By the way, the look ahead now coming to you on Fridays uh, for the foreseeable future as a part of our off-season scheduling um, you know, shuffle. Um, so a week ago, it comes from this nickname is also taken to the number two. Um, the title is what more can you ask for with a question mark? I love when people put the question mark. Sometimes people like write questions, especially now we're like texting and typing so many things and people forget the question mark. Let's be grammatically correct. Uh, five star review. Here we go. Just wanted to give a huge shout out to all of you at the SB Nation NFL show for the daily in parentheses soon not to be hashtag rip podcast NFL insight. Got a huge question for everyone. Just out of curiosity. What tips and pointers would you give to anyone who is looking to start covering their favorite NFL slash sports team? Not for me because BLG and BGN already got that covered. Genuinely curious what the trials and tribulations are. Thanks for everything, you guys. P.S. RJ, thank you for the great penmanship remark on our Twitter convo a few weeks back. LOL. Eagles won the AJ Brown trade. Hashtag go birds. Hashtag keep the oddcast alive. So stats, uh, what advice or you know tips, pointers do you have for people looking to break into the sports biz? I mean, I can't speak to specifically trying to cover one team because I fell into this in the completely backwards career path. I went from covering national sporting news to then covering football news to now narrowing in just on the 49ers, although I still do this show. Um, But I would say just literally apply to everything. Like don't close yourself off, apply to any job anywhere covering sports because the goal is to get in the door in the community. And then once you're in, it's a smaller community than I think people realize. And you can navigate 
through that once you're in the door. Mm, that's good. So kind of say yes to everything. I think if I had to cast a wider net version of what you said, like, you know, dive in. I mean, how did you get here? I, I don't know anything about your life before Espionage. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, that's the way I have to keep it. But no, um, I would say, I mean, like, you know, stats, stats actually comes from like a legit sort of path. Like stats worked for ESPN and like, <laughs> like stats has like legit, like, you know, credentials and things on his resume. I just reached a point where I really, I, you know, it sounded so foolish to tell people like, I want to, I want to cover the Cowboys. I want to do that for a living. And people are like, Pfft that's dumb and so um in i I finally kind of like got off the pot so to speak in 2015 and reached out to a different cowboys blog and was like hey i just want to do this i started writing articles um there was a guy podcasting so i bugged him like hey can i be on the podcast whatever uh started tweeting a lot and just kind of interacting and and making friends within cowboys twitter like you mentioned stats like the communities are there are a lot of them but they they are kind of small and loyal in that sense and just kind of more and more and more and i don't know if you know the stats Uh, i know you know I, i did some radio work in san antonio um but in 2016 they had a, an open mic competition that they called rock the mic and uh it was like a go give your take thing and you know defend it and i was very very fortunate that i won um and so that that got me in with the radio station right like and they you know i know there's a huge debate about this but like they they would they didn't pay me for anything i did but it was like hey this host is out today. This host is out. Like, can you you want to come do this show? And I was again very very fortunate that that was 2016. That was the year of Dak and Zeke, and I was the Cowboys guy. So like, they were a hot ticket. Um, you know, they asked if I wanted to chart stats doing high no pun intended uh, doing high school football. So I did that, and that led to commenting high school football um, that year. The Super Bowl happened to be in Houston, and stats. You know, like how big of a networking event the Super Bowl is. They told me, look, we can't pay for you to fly or anything but if you can get there like we'll get your credential like we'll you know we could totally use the hands and I went I had family that lived there and so um just a lot of like getting lucky um and a lot of saying yes to everything and a lot of experimenting you know like I've done podcasts and written articles and now I'm doing TikToks and Instagram reels like I am always like what what's new what do people like how can we how can we talk about the thing that we'd like? Um, it's so easy these days to start a podcast or to start a TikTok or to you know record Instagram reels. Like we have television studios on our phones, and so um, you know I I feel very passionately about that, and and thankfully all those things kind of led to you know me getting this role and um, you know in in the SB Nation NFL show. I know that's a long answer, but it, the point is you can come from anywhere. Um, you can have no idea what you're doing and. Sometimes you get pretty lucky along the way. I, I know you probably did at some point, Stats, although, again, you're a lot more professional than most of us. I'm a thousand percent lucky. Uh, <laughs> I showed up to a job fair, and I talked to somebody from ESPN, and he gave me a sports quiz on the spot, and I had no idea that was coming. Luckily, I was able to answer the questions, and that was enough to like get me to the next round. And it, The advice I would say is put yourself in a position for good things to happen to you. Right, All the stuff you just talked about – doesn't happen to you if you don't do that first thing. And then mm-hmm. when that first thing happens, put yourself in position for something else good to happen to you. And that's really how it starts. And, and some of it's luck and some of it's perseverance and all that goes into the stew. But none of that happens unless you, like you say, uh, don't get off the pot. The last thing I would add, um, and I know everybody has different you know, situations and whatnot, um, but anytime somebody asks me about my career, 
I would in no way be anywhere or have done anything that I ever have if not for my wife, who has always supported me fiercely and loyally um, and, and just and, and been my, my biggest fan, my parents, um, you know, and, and great friends, you know, uh, both just like in, in life and, and that I've made along the way, people like you, Stats. And I know this is a little bit of an emotional episode for, for you and I, um, but it, th- this job is so much easier and, and becomes easier. And, and people, people are kind to us and, and say that they like our show. And for me, it, it all really stems from the friendship I have with, with stats. I mean, we're, we're talking every day about this or that or whatever and, and ribbing each other and giving each other a hard time. And so if you're lucky, those things kind of happen organically, uh, but they do happen because you, you take one step and then that one step turns into two steps and five steps and 10 steps and 100 steps. It's, it's just kind of like the first time you run a mile. By, by the time you know, you're know you six months into that, you know, you're like, that, that first mile that I did that was so painful, like, man, that's like my warm-up now. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's how I feel. Hopefully that answers the question. Keep them coming. We love them. Uh, again, rate, review, follow the SB Nation NFL show. You leave a review, we will read it. I just want to point out there are many reviews of people <laughs> supporting the podcast and the fact that we're on Nobody our little cares. hiatus here. Nobody just cares. Throwing that out there. I just think it's funny. And again, I'm not the boss, but like that the podcast was one of the first to be like, we can live without it. You know, like we don't, we don't need it for a little while. But the look ahead can't touch it. Look ahead's got to stay here. Look, we're like Girl Scout cookies, okay? Oh, they go gonna, away. Are we going to do the while? like? And I also think um, to pat ourselves on the back, stats. I think uh, you and I both have experience in radio, so we know the like cliche radio bits to avoid. Uh, and so, like a very, very popular radio bit is like, well, "What? What's the best Girl Scout cookie? You know who? You don't like the Tagalongs? They're so <laughs> good." Oh, blah blah. The answer is Thin Mints, by the way. Um, just so we're all aware. Tagalongs, you got to eat quickly because they melt in your hands very quickly. They're delicious, but just piece of advice. All right, let's get to this Lamar Jackson stuff because I mentioned it to you in our Slack, me, you, and BLG, actually, because you like to paint me and Brandon as Lamar Jackson. Uh, hey, I don't have, I don't have to paint anything. I, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm here to admire the artwork. Uh, you, you guys paint this, this whole thing for yourself. Kyle Barber, know that I have your back. Ravens flock, we ride together. So Lamar skipping OTAs. Ravens signed a quarterback the other day, Brett Hundley. They also have Tyler Huntley, just to confuse the hell out of everybody. Uh, I don't think it's a good look for Lamar to not be at OTAs. I get it. It's voluntary. I understand all of that. But reps are reps. And I think everybody can agree that his future is not certain right now. And he's choosing to stay away. And it's the first time he's ever done that, RJ. So I I just think that that is not – no one seems to be really worried about it. I'm worried about the situation with Lamar and the Ravens. I'm looking at this list just to make certain. Here's my statement. Lamar Jackson is the most disrespected NFL MVP in 20 years. And my dog obviously agrees with that. He is. (laughs) Like – like these, these are just very quickly the MVPs since then. Rich Gannon, that's the one I'm talking about here. Uh, that is like the I, I'm I'm not like a big Rich Gannon fan, but like I think there was some like disrespected. But anyway, since then Peyton Manning, Steve McNair. Uh, I'm not listing Peyton a thousand times with Brady. Sean Alexander. Sean made the cover of Madden. I know that Lamar did too, but like people were high on him. Ladanian Tomlinson, uh, Tom Brady, obviously Aaron Rodgers, Adrian Peterson, uh, all these dudes again. Cam Newton, Matt Ryan. People are still respecting Matt Ryan for that MVP. Oh, the Colts traded for Matt Ryan. 
much. Oh, he's coming in. Oh, they're, like people are like, oh, Nick Foles is here. Who's won a Super Bowl? He's not threatening Matt Ryan's job status. But my man Stats is over here. Like Brett Hundley is gonna threaten Lamar Jackson's status. Um, anyway, no, uh, I never. Said I know that. you know uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously. So. Dude, like Lamar, like pay him, pay him, Ravens. Like the Ravens are such a forward-thinking franchise and an operation that I am stunned that they have not gotten this figured out yet. Lamar Jackson, you don't want to go to OTAs? You deserve it. You you don't. I, I'm totally on Team Lamar here. Like you don't want to go there. And something that BLG has said before: the only correct Lamar take he has had is he should maximize his value. Dak Prescott almost took this the distance. He didn't have to because the Dallas Cowboys blinked. But Lamar, dude, do not bend. You are worth so much more than this. You present something very special that this team needs. You already have the most, the highest possible individual accolades sitting on your mantle. Just sit and chill. They need you way more than you need them, Lamar. Don't be like a jerk to the Ravens, and I don't think he is. I'm super, totally, absolutely fine with this. I totally disagree with that last thing you just said. I think the Ravens look at it like, are we sure we need Lamar? Because I thought Huntley looked pretty good last year. Did he look $50 million worse than Lamar? Right now. Right up. Straight up. Would you trade Trey Lance for Lamar Jackson? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm about to be really upset if the answer to that was no. Because Lamar's proven that he can do it. And even though I think Lance has a really high ceiling, Lamar is a proven commodity. Right. So he's proven he can do it. He is pretty healthy despite his play style although i understand that that might be a, a factor or a variable that that maybe even the ravens are considering here he has nothing but a resume filled with wins and you know playoff appearances and whatnot and and I understand that he doesn't have the success that people want him to have had in the playoffs but he has more than and I know that's not really a thing than Justin Herbert just Justin Herbert gets the respect that Lamar Jackson deserves and I like Justin Herbert like we can respect them both I just don't I don't know why there's this like universal like teardown campaign of Lamar Jackson and people are looking I'm not saying you're doing this but people are looking for like every misstep he takes to be like told you told you this was this was always off like people are looking to confirm their priors with him well that's true we we generally tend to do that i think that there is like i don't buy this narrative that the ravens are putting out there they're saying we are totally willing to pay lamar jackson he is not willing to engage in contract talks with us at all i agree with you i don't buy that and even if you do buy that that still means that something isn't right between like that is such a that just doesn't happen it's a weird situation and again, I, I, if it was a different team with different, like if it was the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo or so, I don't know. I just feel like people would be like, hey, wait, what's going on here? But because it's the Ravens and they're such a well-run organization before this, the people are just like, well, I guess everything's fine. I agree with you. And I do think that there's some like, there's some leeway that people give franchises, right? But there's also some like negative leeway that people have. And, I, and, and this is teams and players. And I think an example of that and I cannot believe that I have I have become his biggest, you know, biggest savior uh, as of late is Carson Wentz. Carson is in that camp where like people like it, it could be anything and people will take like that tiny little microscopic thing and they will drag him for it in ways that they wouldn't even touch other quarterbacks. Right. And Lamar is kind of like that. Right. Like people are, for whatever reason, not wanting to like buy in or believe maybe all the way from the very beginning. And the Ravens are the opposite of that. Right. Like anything they do, it's like, oh, the Ravens did it. So it must be like pure and holy and everything. And I think that they have a resume that's 
supports that to be true. So like, I don't know how you can accept all these principles and not come to the conclusion. So here I do agree with you. The Ravens clearly don't want to pay him what, what, whatever the like going rate or asking price is because they are a forward thinking operation, right? Like if, if they, you know, if, if they were willing, they would have done it because they always do the things that they are prepared to do. Um, so yeah, I mean, may, may, and maybe, you know, maybe the Ravens are fine. Like, playing this out but there is a risk that comes with that and I can tell you that as somebody who covers the Dallas Cowboys the risk is you will always pay more so unless you have come to terms with saying we are prepared to at a moment's notice no longer have Lamar Jackson beat the starting quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens I would disagree with that sort of you know decision making but if you have if you have said that the answer to that is we are prepared for this then fine do this like you know you've made that decision in a non-emotional state but the answer here is it will always cost more Dak Prescott is the example of that I know Kirk Cousins was but Dak Dak has like you know Dak has really made better what Kirk pioneered well Dak's a better player than Kirk right. so that that's part of it too but yeah the longer you wait the more it costs that Patrick Mahomes contract that he signed in three years that's it's gonna look like a friggin bargain it already is starting to look like a bargain like it's not that's just the way the market works the market goes up the longer you wait every year the salary cap goes up the market goes up so, yeah, the longer you wait, the more expensive it's Do you know, be. just just like to stick with the DAC example here, this was a year ago. Like, it was, well, maybe like, well, now, 14 months ago. And, I, again, I can tell you, you can you can go back all the way through my Twitter mention. This is so stupid. Cowboys, blah, blah. Why are they giving all this money? Oh, my God. Blah, blah. Stats, I want you to guess where DAC ranks on a total, um, we'll do total value standpoint of his contract. Right now. Right now, yeah, today, May 27th. So this total value, which isn't totally fair, but total value. Fifth. Fourth. Okay. I want I want you to guess where I want you to guess where he is on an average annual value basis. So this is amount he's paid per year. Fifth. Seventh. Wow. Already. Oh my gosh, we're gonna pay him all this money. How are we gonna how are we gonna save ourselves? What's gonna happen here? Can you for bonus points, can you guess the six quarterbacks ahead of him? Uh Rogers. One. Uh let's see, Rogers. It's, it's not Brady. No. Uh I'm trying to think. Mahomes. Two. Matt Ryan? No. All right, give me the rest. Deshaun Watson. I, oh I, yeah, yeah. Geez, and then you're gonna kick yourself. I think you're gonna kick yourself for uh, this one. Josh Allen, Derek Carr, and Matthew yeah, Stafford. All guys that have just signed. I know. <laughs> it's, uh, and and it's if so you're if you're Lamar, if you're the Ravens, if you're Lamar, like if you're looking, if you're saying, well, like all those guys signed, like so what? You know, if we sign that, no one's gonna like break the bank and beat Lamar. Yeah, they are. Kyler Murray's deal is gonna be coming up next year. You know who's eligible for a brand new deal? Joe Burrow. You know who else? Justin Herbert. <laughs> you know who else? Technically, Tua Dungavailoa. Like, and and Tua will maybe won't break the bank in this sense, but if Tua gets a new deal, it'll be of the like previous Derek Carr, you know, variety. Like, it will still happen. And so, the longer you wait, the more it goes up. They the Cowboys could have beaten uh, the Rams with Jared Goff, the Eagles with Carson Wentz, and even the Seahawks when they gave Russell Wilson his previous new deal. But yep. they didn't. And because they didn't, all those contracts came in and raised the bar. And that's what's going to happen to the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I think it's far more likely, you said it, the Ravens are a forward-thinking organization. I think it's far more likely that the Ravens have actually looked at it and said, you know what, Tyler Huntley has looked good enough that we're comfortable letting Lamar go to get a somewhat 
close to the same level of production for far, far cheaper. That's more likely to me than them saying, we are totally willing to pay Lamar Jackson top of the market money and he just doesn't want to engage with us. Is that fair? I think that's it's more likely that that's the case. Um, that would be dumb. That, in my opinion, like, and I, I, I think know. the Ravens are very not dumb. So I would be shocked. But, you know, they obviously like, and this is where like this conversation just goes around and around and around in circles. It's like, well, the Ravens know him better than anyone. Don't you, don't you think the Ravens, if they really thought Lamar was worth it, would have whatever. And it's like, and again, where people like kind of, you know, this conversation gets annoying when your team is dealing with it. It's like, Lamar's not on Patrick Mahomes' level. He doesn't deserve that. It's like, hey, dude, like this isn't about deserves. This is about like supply and demand. Like Lamar has the supply and they have the demand. Like that's what this is. Like, is is it not arguable? I know people are super in love with Joe Burrow and I'm not trying to, you know, uh, indict him or anything, but is is it not like arguable that Lamar's the best quarterback in the AFC North? Like, like we just like dismiss him so much. Like people like think he's nothing. People think he's like just this dude. Deshaun's there now, so Deshaun's better than Lamar. I would 100% take Lamar over Deshaun Watson. Like, uh, over this, like, and we're talking about for the, the football players here, uh, but, I mean, Desha- like, when, especially when you factor in Deshaun hasn't played football in a year. Like, we have no idea what that dude's going to be. Like, I mean, and he was on, like, I think this gets so overlooked when it comes to his, like, evaluation as a football player. He was on an awful Texans team in 2020. And I know they had traded away DeAndre Hopkins and whatnot. I know he led the league in passing, but that team was awful. And I know individually he was fine, but, like, why why should we believe that like he can he can be the guy when he wasn't the, his last opportunity that he had? Well, I mean, he was. What you can't ask him to do any more than he did. I know. I mean, I I, I realize I'm being a little bit unreasonable here, but like my point is if Lamar had a season the way that Deshaun from a success standpoint, the way that Deshaun did in 2020, it would it would be like he's trash. He's awful. He, why are the Ravens even like debating this, et cetera, et cetera? But like again, we just like I don't know that anybody's like uh, like standing Deshaun, but like anyone who supports his football playing, like just again and like conveniently dismisses like what it's like when people be like, well, since two thousand or since uh, January of two thousand or February of two thousand twenty. 2019 sorry uh jimmy garoppolo hasn't thrown any terrible passes in the super bowl you know it's like like we're just like conveniently leaving out like the thing that sort of matters here um and so you know pay some respect to lamar that's my point again i don't think lamar's a bad quarterback at all yes you do you said it i did not and i don't really drag him for not having better numbers in the play you guys the the like the show previously known as the oddcast now known as uh stats and blg having excess time in their lives um what did drag him for not having playoff success? You guys anoint Justin Herbert when he hasn't even made it to the playoffs and he choked. I mean, or his team choked in two big moments. Like, and that's the thing, like if people do this, I'm not again saying that's the thing you do this, but like when, when it comes to Lamar, it's like, well, he's not doing enough to carry the, the Ravens. But with Deshaun, it was like, well, what do you expect? He can't play defense, you know? So like we conveniently make that argument for some quarterbacks and leave it out for others. That's fair, I guess, but I, I don't think I think BLG drags Lamar for his playoff struggles. All yeah, I said and you was, go along with it. All I said was you. he hasn't been good in the playoffs. That is irrefutable. He has not. Doesn't mean he can't. Doesn't mean he won't this year. But it is a fact he has not been good in the playoffs. And I hope he does. Look, I love Lamar Jackson. The league is better when Lamar Jackson is rolling. Okay. It stunk watching the Ravens without him last year. So good. Go get it, Lamar. By by every indication he seems to be a great person uh, he's 100 percent authentic in the press conferences which i love for a quarterback like go get it lamar 
But I just think that something is not right with Baltimore. Either he doesn't want them for some reason, which I can't fathom, or they don't want him. Because if both sides wanted each other, this thing would be done. Um, That's fair. But I don't fault Lamar for not being there. Get the bag. Like, I, I'm... I'm very grateful that the Cowboys did not go the distance with Dak Prescott, but I do want to see that. I I, I just want to see that phenomenon like unfold. I want to see a, a quarterback, a franchise quarterback, truly hit the open market. And again, the Cowboys got to the 11th hour with theirs, um, but Lamar is on on pace for that. I mean, Lamar could be the first. And like, who you're telling me like, I, I don't know, like how many teams, how many teams in the NFC would take Lamar Jackson right now? The only teams that oh wouldn't, <laughs> right? The, the only teams that wouldn't are the Packers, right? And the Bucks, the Bucks for right maybe now. The, maybe the, the Rams. Would you take Matthew Stafford over Lamar Jackson? Seriously, I would. Yes, I disagree with you. But that's it, right? Like, I mean, I would take Dak Prescott. So if you want to take Matthew Stafford, then fine. Yeah. So, but there's the point is there's like four. Right. So you've got your four division winners from last year, and then that's it. I mean, and in the AFC, I would take, I would take, the, you know, obviously if I'm the Chiefs, I'm good. If I'm the Bengals, I think you can make your argument that you're fine with Joe Burrow, obviously. Um, I think, I, I don't know. I mean, now we're factoring in like off the field, but if I was the Browns, I would much rather have Lamar Jackson than Deshaun Watson. I think the Chargers are probably fine. The Bills are obviously fine. Um, that's it though, right? Like we're talking Chiefs. I guess. I mean, um, Fine. Okay, we'll throw the Broncos in there. But Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Bengals will give, um, and Bills. That's five. Yeah. So we're saying there's there's maybe ten teams in the NFL that wouldn't do it. So two-thirds of the NFL would jump at this dude. And you're like, uh, I don't know. We got Tyler Huntley, so, you know. Yeah. Because it's not just a matter of how good that player is. It's also a matter of how much money that player costs. Like, you know, RJ, every job I've ever had at ESPN, I know for a fact that when I left ESPN, they were like, we know the next person we get to do the job that he did is not going to be as good at it as him. And by the way, it should have been that way. I was there for six years. Like, of course, that's the case. But these companies don't care. Because they don't, it's worth it. They can get someone to replace me for the same amount they were paying me. It's worth I, it to them. I think like there are people who who say like, oh, the Cowboys don't care about winning, right? Like they just care about like their brand and making money, et cetera. So like if you wanted to make that argument about them with Dak Prescott, then I would believe you. But like the Ravens have never been that way. Like the Ravens have always been a team that's so focused on success and winning and championships and that's titles and Super That's why it's Bowls. weird that this deal isn't done. Right. So my point is like, I don't think they would be the... I don't. I don't think they would feel that like nonchalant about it. I think, again, I would disagree with this. But the only logical explanation, factoring in the reputation of the Ravens, is that they have decided it's not worth it. Even though the the sooner the better is true, it's not worth it, even at the price uh, of the sooner point. Welcome to my side of the argument. I don't know how you got there on your own. <laughs> thanks for coming aboard. There's plenty of room. All right. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've discussed Lamar Jackson. Let's get to something a little more positive here. Memorial Day weekend is coming up. There are a lot of things that have popped up on some streaming services that people need to check out, RJ. What is at the top of your list? Well, so first of all, and I know this was meant to be positive, um, but um, on Thursday, Ray Liotta passed away, which is just, again, very sad. Um, and unfortunately, I have never seen two of his most famous movies. I, again, maybe his most famous movies. I've never seen Goodfellas, and I've never seen Field of Dreams. It's never been like, before you come at me, like, I've, oh, I think that movie's dumb, or I heard it was terrible. I just like, you know, for whatever reason, never saw them. And so I recognize that that is a mistake on my part. So my hope, my intention is to watch Goodfellas over the weekend. I don't know that I'll be able to get to Field of Dreams right now. When is the the Field of Dreams game this year? That, I Do don't you? know when it is this year. Last year it was very cool. Right. Um, but so whenever it is, maybe I'll t- I'll try to time like the watch like the the movie for like that weekend. I think that's that's a up. fair compromise. Um so Goodfellas is at the top of my list. Um Obi-Wan Kenobi's show dropped on Disney Plus today on Friday today, the first yep. first two episodes so that is on my list um and the I'm a little confused on this the correct me if I'm wrong the first volume of season four of Stranger Things is what dropped on Netflix so there is a second volume to follow is that correct yeah that comes out in July so you've got time I guess if you want to wait to try and watch them all at once but yeah so it is a big day first of all Goodfellas has the single best opening line in the history of cinema don't say it I'm not going to. You already kind of spoiled something for me when we were talking about doing this. So um, just stop while I you're mean, ahead. Yeah. So I said something about Ray Liotta and you and Goodfellas. And you were like, dude, spoilers. The movie came out like 50 years ago, dude. You can't be like spoilers. I mean, that's fair. But um, still, I mean, you knew that I wanted to see it. At that, like at that point, we were like knee deep in the conversation about RJ needs to see this, whatever, whatever. And then you said something, and so I was like, dude, I mean, we had just discussed that I was going to. But it was um, not even like a, oh, God, anyway, I don't know how you avoid it. Like, Field of Dreams, I could understand, especially because baseball is not, like, super popular anymore. But Goodfellas is, like, in college, how have you not, you never watched Goodfellas? That never even was a thing? No, um, I'm, I've also, like, along that, or within that theme, I guess, I've only seen the godfather the original and i know people say like part two is better or whatever um i've only seen the original once and so i i really would like to you know strengthen that part of my pop culture game um so like maybe that's a different weekend uh this summer but uh but yeah so i've just ne- never got around to seeing it and so you know that's that's my bad I, I can own that i can wear this l all right let me ask you this so what if cammy's like you know what i'm just not I can't do Goodfellas tonight. I want to do something new, something fresh. Either Obi-Wan or Stranger Things. You get to pick. Which one gets your vote? I know that she wants to watch Obi-Wan. And as I said uh, at the top, I'm very fortunate that my wife 
supports me always so we'll go obi-wan i have no Solid. she actually was like when does the mandalorian come out she was all pumped about that so um so and you know now that we have a son baby boy if his mom likes star wars like i'm not gonna fight this you know what i mean like <laughs> let's, let's just like let's create this culture right now uh so obi-wan would be the answer and then it was it, it will be a situation of like okay you're going to bed I'm going to watch like the first hour of Goodfellas tonight and then I'll pick back up tomorrow. That will probably be my plan on Friday night. You can't split it up. What are you in like a high school class? You got to watch what, the that's movie what we 40 did. minutes at a time. You did the same thing I did with the Batman. That's exactly the how Batman I approached it. Batman was three hours. <laughs> how long is Goodfellas? What's the runtime? I guarantee you it's shorter than Batman. Look it up because I don't want to look it up and then see something. Like look it up for me right now while we're, while we're recording. It's what is two the hours and 26 minutes. Wow, that's, that's a long time, that's dude. pretty close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I might knock out, like, half of it tonight if we're lucky. Um, so, but, you know, if you're a long movie, it's just, you know, it's tough. It's tough to get, you know, like, can you devote two hours and 26 minutes to anything, Stats? I can on a Friday night when my, my kids are asleep. What's, what are you going to be watching then? So, like, are you are you hitting Obi-Wan first? Because Obi-Wan, only the first two episodes are out. But so, like, are you going to knock those out so you're, like, you're ready to be caught up, you know, as they come out week by week? No. If, well, if I could choose, it would be Obi-Wan. But I'm going to be watching with my wife. She's, like, she's fine with Obi-Wan, but she's pumped to see Stranger Things. So we got to go with that. I think um, – so my plan for Stranger Things – my wife didn't watch it. So this is just, like, a solo venture here um, – I think I'm gonna rewatch season three in the background just Your to get wife like. Didn't watch Stranger Things. No, I mean, you know, it's just one thing. I, I mean, I don't watch some of the things she watches. She's still, she's so pumped to see the new Downton Abbey movie. It's like that's not, you know, we all, we all have our cups of tea. You know what I'm saying? And that's. There you go. Write us your choices, your reviews. What? Hang on, chats. Before before we leave, what is uh like a Goodfellas level movie that you haven't seen? The like that would generate the like you haven't seen that like something in your in your you know history. Here's the thing. I love movies. Co- going to what the a, movie theater, watching take. movies. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I can't really think of one. I've seen all the Indiana Jones, Scarface, Godfather. Did you see the new photo? The new teaser photo for the new Indiana? Yeah. Enough. Stop it. With you. Yeah, we like don't enough. need like, we, any more. I, like, I would like to purge Kingdom of the Crystal Skull from my memory, but I can't. So like, yes. we don't we don't need to see Harrison Ford like doing this. You know, I have a hot take. The best part about the Indiana Jones movies is the punch noise that they play every time he punches somebody. Um, I love it. You're close. The best part is a sound. It's the the theme song. Like, man, like. I like now we're going to do the like we're old thing, but like they just don't make theme songs like the the closest like sort of movie like theme moment that has like like reminded me of like when we grew up is the Avengers uh, theme song like when when they like assembled like that that's up there like that has some staying power. But like the indie theme song is like sick, dude. I mean, yeah, I mean, but like they were all they were all good. Like Superman was somewhat iconic. Back to the Future had a really great theme song. Jurassic Park is really iconic. Um, they're all awesome. Like they don't they don't you know movies don't really have that like because there's no real like adventure movie anymore. You know what I mean? Like that those were all like adventures that they require this sort of like adventure sort of theme. All those get rocked in my house. Like some people are like, hey siri play you know like the beatles or whatever i will literally be like siri play the jurassic park theme. play play john williams's greatest hits yeah yeah like, <laughs> like fired up i love movie scores i have tons of movie scores uh i think they're awesome they're like such a sleeper 
aspect of what makes a good movie. Like part of, especially the Avengers is like a perfect example, right? So you hear it in the first movie. By like the second or third Avengers movie, when that theme comes on, you're like, yeah, like you I get know. pumped up. Um, I was, you know, I guess this is like a little bit older. I, so I recently uh, rewatched Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, like watched it for the first time at home. And when they played, I know it wasn't the exact score or, or song, but they it was a very similar uh, sound to the Sam Raimi um, sound, mm-hmm. you know, like, and that was kind of cool. Like, so the, the original Spider-Man had some like sort of, I guess the original X-Men too also, but again, so we're talking like early 2000s, um, which was now a long time ago, unfortunately. Um, but um, they, you know, at that, then it just kind of started to fade. Like, do you really think of like Iron Man and think of a great song? Like, I love the MCU, but like, that's that's one one element it's missing. It's not as good as some. They of just the lean into great songs. Like the the new Thor trailer has all these like great actual songs. They just don't use like scores. Um, so okay, well, so you don't have a movie. Actually, one more thing before my last thing. Um, you know, a movie I kind of want to see because like, I'm I like clever things. I, I'm, I'm hot take. Um, the new uh, Chippendale movie looks like kind of clevery. Like it has some you know inside joke sort of like Easter egg things. Like I no. think that. I'm, There's look, nothing clever about that. Is just simple nostalgia look, trying to get people again, our age. We work from it. home, stats. So like, if I'm gonna throw it on in the background, like it it fits into that category. That's all I'm saying. Uh, but if you, um, the listener, think that the new Chippendale movie looks good, let us know with the hashtag Chipdale Look Ahead. Uh, <laughs> stats is on Twitter. It's Stats on Fire. I am on Twitter at RJ Ochoa. Okay, so you dismiss that thing. My actual last thing. You are very weird when it comes to food. Let's just be honest. Call a spade a spade. Um, you pride yourself on a very gross-sounding nacho uh, array. Uh, we don't have to relitigate that. But you're Mr. I love movies. I'm super unique, and I'm a hipster. So that being said, you're watching a movie or Obi-Wan or Stranger Things, whatever, in Casa de Stats. What are you making? What's your ideal go-to setup? Are you making it for yourself? Are you making it for your wife? Like, What's, what's, what's the situation here? Well, like if I go to a theater, I go. I literally said Casa de Stats. Like I literally said this. I know, but I could I could have this stuff at home. Okay. But I won't. But if I go to a theater, it's raisinets and popcorn. Do you do mix both. it together or like no. different? Okay. Some people do, do you, that. Do you um do you touch the the snacks before the the movie starts? Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. I hate that. Like I, and that's, that's where like, like my wife and I, she like, we sit down and like, we're waiting and she's like already in the pot. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like the, well, I the... tried to wait. I'm not strong enough, RJ, mm, okay. uh, but no, at home I'll do whatever, man. There's no set. There's no set dish for watching a movie, whatever I can get my hands on chips. Sometimes I, you know, want a See, sweet thing. We go ice cream. Chips are a really insensitive thing to eat during a movie. Especially like at home because you're generally not if like you close. close your mouth. No, but the bag is loud, and then you're like you're constantly reaching your hand in there, and like it's pour like, the chips into a bowl. Who does? Why then? You the bowl's dirty, and you have to wash it. But then you eliminate the sound stats. Before we started recording, you were eating cereal straight out of the box, and if you're doing that during Stranger Things tonight, I guarantee your wife, who's all pumped to watch, is going to be pissed off because it was making a lot of noise. It was making a lot of noise. What's wrong with going? See, right like that's off? what I'm saying. Though it's it's so annoying when you're watching a movie. I don't see what the problem is, are you? Mm. Mm. This is perfectly acceptable. I want to say stats that you have a lot of flaws. 
<laughs> including um, not understanding the greatness of the Baltimore Ravens. But I love you anyway. I love you too, RJ. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Try to have a good Memorial Day. Hopefully you can do something fun. Get outside, and we'll talk to you next week.